man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken. That is right, none taken. Uh, this is the Movie Moron Podcast, and I am the Movie Moron. My name is Easton, I'm your host. Um, I don't really have sound bites, but... Kool-Aid is fucking awesome. I think you're going to say what you always say, which is Kool-Aid is freaking awesome. I say that? Yeah, like the past couple of times you've played it, you've you've responded with that. Oh, okay. I see <laughs> what you mean. Um, and then, yeah, with us as always is our practical co-host, co-host himself, Trevor. It It's a me. I'm a here. <laughs> and then our uh, all-time guest, uh, Tristan, who's... Having some cantaloupe. Mouthful Hello. of... Oh, I thought it was mango. I was going to say mouthful of mango, but instead yeah. it's... It's delicious. It's... it's Farm fresh ca- cantaloupe from the Griggs Bros Farm Market. What's another name for mouth that starts with C? I don't know. Okay. Um, nope. I guess... Uh, okay, so we'll uh, kind of let you know what's going on, whether you listen to this one or you listen to our other one first. Um, we did do the Barbenheimer. We watched both Barbie and Oppenheimer. Um, Trevor watched Barbie first re- opening release party beach day. Early release. Yeah. Party beach party, day. Party, yeah. yeah. Um, on Wednesday and then watched Oppenheimer on Thursday. Thursday. Tristan and I waited until we could do Oof. the glorious the Barbenheimer um, double feature. Uh, and we did that today. Starting at 10 a.m. Which one did you guys see first? Oppenheimer at 10 a.m. Oh, that, okay. Well, that part's bad. But seeing Oppenheimer before Barbie, I feel like would be a good choice. I also agree. It was yeah. much, it, I heard a lot of people on Twitter saying the opposite. Oh, really? That like, they were like, man, I feel bad for anybody that watched Oppenheimer first and then watched Barbie. Huh. But I kind of really enjoyed, like, after just the, like, insane, serious, and, yeah. like, it's a dreadful. Lot. And like, what is the future of humanity kind of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and just brilliant film. I mean, we're not doing Oppenheimer, uh, but there's a little sneak peek to go yeah. over and listen to that episode. Because we're going to do one episode right now on Barbie, and then we'll have a separate episode for um, Oppenheimer that'll release. We're releasing them same day. I mean, there might be a couple hour difference, but we're releasing them back to back because back this back, is a uh, double feature weekend. Um, and maybe one of the best. One of double the best, feature. Maybe. I don't know the history <laughs> of double features, but um, definitely in the recent mi- like, yeah, it's the fifteen years ago. It was it was Dark Knight and Mamma Mia. Okay, released on the same <laughs> garbage. I feel like that's <laughs> not real. It is. I think no, no. no. I mean, like uh, one. It definitely. Pro- it, I assure you, didn't get this kind of. Oh no, it hype. Did. Yeah, But also, I don't think. Well, maybe Mamma Mia got the same kind of hype that also, Barbie I did. I feel like Mamma people love them some Mamma Mia. Yeah, what they have? You feel like people want? Listen to me, men. Did you watch Barbie at all? <laughs> I'm just kidding, kind of. Um, oh. they words. People stand uh, Mamma Mia. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I agree. There are some very big. Mamma Mia fans. Mm-hmm. Was that like the f- first, like the original Mamma Mia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I know they're on like three now, so. I know there's yeah. a new one. There's, there's a sequel. The, yeah, yeah. there's a new the one third. coming out. And oh, I, goodness. They, I, th- I thought they already had Mamma Mia 2. <laughs> they do, yeah. And then yeah. now they have another one that's coming out in the next year or so. I, I don't watch them, so I don't really know. Stop it. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I, th- I feel like Barbie is appealing a lot more to a younger audience than Mamma Mia did. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's fair. But, um, so yeah, there's the, um, kind of the bag. We're doing Barbie for this episode. And if you watch Oppenheimer as well, um, or want to just hear our general thoughts to see if it's worth going to the theater, um, hop over and watch the, and listen to the Oppenheimer episode. But we're doing Barbie. Um, Tristan and I dressed up as, um, I mean, just Sorry. Barbie attire. Um, yeah, she's got some pink. She's not wearing the hat because we have headphones on. Although that was a, that was a, I'm about to say banging picture you guys took, but that was a weird thing to say. It was no, a great no. picture you guys took for, Good. uh, with, uh, the Barbie one yeah. and the other one too. Yeah. Yeah. We just, uh, um, yeah. Spoiler. We also dressed up for Oppenheimer, just in suit, hat, yeah. old, you know, thing. Um, Tristan had a pantsuit that I didn't know about. So not pantsuit. Sorry. Right. I, uh, a skirt. A, and a, like a yeah, a a pencil skirt and a suit jacket. Oh. Yeah, it's just a woman like which, a woman's suit jacket. Yeah, it's like a businessman. Yeah, the modern and, age. and it well, and it also it fit the time Not really modern. well. Oh, yeah. of the nineteen forties. Yes, <laughs> definitely a at some point in her life, goodwill or. Oh, I've the, got them both at garage sales. Yeah, so yeah. I did a dollar not. each. So <laughs> apparently, our dog's doing too much over there, and he needs. Going in timeout. Yeah, he's just, he's just he itching or biting or something. He's, he's just like licking eat. the couch. I don't know. Yeah, he dumb. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, see, let's just I guess get straight into general thoughts of Barbie. Um, I think I did enough prereq to get you guys to listen to both episodes. Yeah. Um, we had people asking if we were going to do mm-hmm. all jumbled in one, but I feel like these movies are just way too different. There's so and there's there's like both movies are. One obviously is three hours long. Yeah. The other, the Barbie, this one is still over well over two hours. Yeah. Like, like there's a lot of content here, so I think it, it would be a disservice to either of these films to try to squeeze it into one yeah. and not give them their proper uh, full discussion because I feel like they both deserve it. So yeah, that's why we didn't do them together. But you guys will, you guys can just let it keep playing and you'll hear them both back to back. Yeah. There you go. Okay. But general thoughts on Barbie. Trevor, what were your general thoughts? I loved it, man. It was a great time. Um, I, I, you know, I've been trying to make it a point to talk to women that I know that have seen this to get their verdict on it. Um, cause I, you know, I feel like this movie isn't necessarily for guys like you and me. Like, I feel like this is a movie made for, like catering more to women, which is great. We need movies like that. And Greta Gerwig is on track to have the biggest opening weekend a female director has ever had. Um, which good for her. Uh, so overall, I mean, I'll just say kind of quick here. Uh, I think almost everything about this movie is great. There's a couple things where I think it stumbles a little bit and is not, uh, it, it just stumbles a little bit. Some weak things, I think. I think the structure kind of overall is fairly weak um, in terms of like this, like where they I go and how that happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's a couple things in regards to the plot and certain character relations that I felt were a little off. But I think this is the best toy movie we've had since Lego movie, probably. So, yeah. And, uh, Funny Liz, that uh, Will Ferrell is it's just president business in this. <laughs> yeah. I was just that in the two, two of the better um, toy they, movies, he's the head uh-huh. of the he's the head honcho. Yeah, just and, ironic. You and know, he's basically—I mean, he's basically the same character. Yeah, he's a—he's <laughs> slightly different. Sorry, I was yeah. laughing at Demi just going just, to town on your jeans. Yeah, just, um, uh, he's looking 
Well, that, that's a little bit better. I was going to say. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. That's not. You can see all the camera people. You're watching on YouTube. It's just my knee. I, I'm digging anyway. a hole. No, get away. Yeah, from I Jimmy. don't think Go anybody. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I just thought that was funny. But yeah, continue. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I think I really dug. Oh, Helen Mirren's great in this. Uh, she she was the narrator. Oh. Um, I I think she does a good job for it being on screen. I think there's only one joke in here where I was kind of like, okay. Uh, but I think I know exactly what you're talking about, I and I, I hated it. Our theater loved it. Yeah, but I was like, okay, come on, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I I really liked Lizzo and Dua Lipa's songs in this. I Instagram for Billy. I guess Billy Eilish had a song at the end. Mm, but, uh, I didn't realize that was her. Yeah, Lizzo and Dua Lipa had one. I feel Although, like Nicki Minaj was in that song. We don't. I think maybe she featured in one of them. Okay. I feel like I wish we would have seen a Lizzo Barbie though, because we see a Dua Lipa Barbie, and I would love to also see like she's a Barbie in the sky that's like doing the jam thing or like rock star Barbie or I don't something even know like what that. Dua Lipa looks like she looks a lot younger than you would think. Well, I don't know squat about her, so oh. shouldn't look young or old. In my head. Yeah. I saw her in a TikTok once and she looked, yeah, when she had her dark hair and she looked like a, like, Mm. you know, I don't know, mid to late twenties or something. And then with her blonde hair, she looks really young. So, Mm. yeah, but no, they, they were great. That was probably one of my favorite aspects. Oh, of course, Ryan Gosling is fantastic. Everybody's just bought into these roles. And I think that's great. Ah, Simu Liu and Kingsley Benadir, the two other Kins, um, or two, oh, two, oh, two of the other kids. I really liked them. I thought they That's brought... That's funny because a lot of people are coming after uh, Simu Lu. Really? Who's that? He's the, he's like the, the Asian kid. Yeah. Shang-Chi. Yes. <laughs> I uh, liked him a lot. I did too. Yeah, for some reason Twitter is not... Not vibing with not, him? Not vibing. They were thinking he was kind of the weaker... Do you want to know a hot take I have? Go for it. I think he's better looking than Ryan Gosling. Oh, she's been <laughs> muted. She's been muted, people. <laughs> I but thank you for the last episode of <laughs> the movie Moron, um, or maybe the last episode Tristan's on. We'll see because that's it's just been a straight fun ride. ride while it lasted. It's not a hot take. That's just like that's just slander. That's what it slander, is. Slander. It's evil. It's um, <laughs> um, it's really against attack against God Himself. But oh goodness, well now we're getting the into Holy blasphemy. Moly. Oh, I'm back on. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I thought I was really happy. And Kingsley Benadir. I'm sorry. Did you not see the abs <laughs> and just the perfectly? It looked weird. TBH, I will say their body physique is very, very similar between Ryan yeah. Gosling and Simu Liu. I was talking about their faces, but. Well, I know, but he was saying like he was mentioning like the body build. And I was like, well, I mean, if we're going to compare that. Zibu is pretty yeah. similar. No, no, I'm not saying he wasn't shredded. I'm just saying they like showed it off more. He That's sh- fair. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, you it's not that see mink that? man. Those minks highlight your highlight your chest and abs. The yeah. mink he's wearing, the big furry coat. Oh, yeah. And oh, I think it's called a mink. I don't know, but they were making fun of that outfit. And screw you, it yeah. was dope. All of I like the fur coat. All of the huh, see, a woman said it. I was about I to do say, like it. I, well, what? I was about. Th- I mean, not to get to too many spoilers, but in the movie, the girls rip it, and the guys are like, "No, it's cool!" And then that's exactly what we did. Yeah. Um, well, but no, no there's a woman in the that movie, liked it too. I was like, "That's mean. Let him wear it. It's cool. It's cool. Is it over the top? Yes, but that doesn't mean that's it can't be dope. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean it can't be dope at the same time. Yeah. That's right. 
Anyway. Rocky okay. wears so, them. Uh, yeah, overall, I really, True. really loved my time with this. You loved your time with it. Is that okay? Yeah, it's just a funny way oh, to yeah. say it. Uh, not to cut everyone off, but just for all you people keeping a track of the, the draft, because I am. Your boy got Barbie, and Trevor has opened the draft. Oh! So. I think that's. Gang. gang. I yes, think that's you're right. right. Yeah. So, <laughs> Tristan's just really depressed about it. But, so, just just keep that in mind. We got two heavy hammers here, so we'll see how it plays out. Okay, Tristan, what are your general thoughts? Thank you. It was great. I loved it. I, um, yep. S- super good. <laughs> Kimmy, give, give me a topic. <laughs> give you a topic? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't. Ask me questions. Ask you questions. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. How did you feel about the, um, integration of the real world and Barbie like that's kind of everyone oh, kind of knew that was America Ferrera. Oh, she was great. Yeah, okay, but she literally ba- is basically playing uh <laughs> Amy from Superstore. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> she totally is, which is fine. I thought like she does a great job. Um and I like her a lot, but yeah, it was just funny. I'm like this is just a movie version of the character you play on <laughs> Superstore. Anyway, yeah, I liked it. I liked, it was ridiculous, but I liked that they could go back and forth from Barbie land to the real world. <laughs> it's just yeah. like knowledge that he would be exempt. Yeah. Well, I mean, not o- human beings, specific. like the CEO. Like, I don't know but if that like, spoiled something. Does that spoil okay. anything? Sorry. I mean, if you, everyone knows the movie is about. It, no, that's what I said. The movie is about a Barbie that. Yeah, somehow, you see that in the trailer. Somehow yeah, it makes, makes okay. it into yeah. the real world. If so. anything, I spoiled something by saying human beings. No, Sorry, it's, it's all good. Um, yeah, I was super surprised that the beginning of this movie was legitimately just the trailer that they first released. Yeah, I didn't like that. I was not a fan either. I I'm I understood finding... it. Yeah, yeah. But also, I well, don't... It just... Like, I get it. Like, it was a bit. It was a good way of, like, yeah. narrating kind of, like... I think it was trying to get you to the what the significance of Barbie is or whatever, and it was a cool way of showing it. But it's, I think it's really weird to just have the first two and a half minutes, three minutes of your film be, be the trailer, the, something you've already released. Yeah. So I think that was just a bad um, PR, or not bad PR, bad press, bad yeah, like yeah. they just. Because imagine if you went to the theater and that was the first thing you saw. You would have been like, oh, oh this is really cool. But it's <laughs> like, I saw this like four months ago. Yeah. And TBH, I kind of checked out when that came up. I was like, oh, it's a 2001 Space Odyssey reference. Cool. And then because it was already in the trailer, yeah, yeah I just kind of checked out until it was over. And that's one that like, anyway, we'll get into yeah. it. I'm sorry. The, uh, the narrator in general, I was actually not a fan of. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> it was just a lot. Yeah. Um, and wasn't a big fan. Um. Yeah, I just, just in general. I just feel like I didn't really need it either. Maybe I just like Helen Mirren. Maybe. That's just where it came from. Yeah, I just, I, it didn't really feel needed. Um, I mean, the, the movie itself kind of told the story well enough that it yeah. didn't really need a narrator. Um, and so it just kind of felt, it either felt like a bit or like just, I don't know, maybe they were scared that people weren't going to intertwine Right. the different pieces because we're going in and out of places or something. But I just wasn't, anytime it happened, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I tend to also not be the biggest fan of 
Yeah, it's true. Narrators. Um, unless the only the times when I usually do like them is when it's a story that's somebody telling a story of something that happened previous, like Saving Private Ryan, like The Princess Bride. The Princess Bride, uh, but Saving Private Ryan is also like a flashback of. Oh. You know, him telling a story, and so you get some narration there. So, like, those I don't mind yeah. as much, but, what like, this is just a God presence that's just yeah speaking right to an audience. Um, and it also, the movie in general does kind of have a fourth wall breaking, like... <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. It, it oftentimes <laughs> tries to break that fourth wall, and I also wasn't a huge fan of that either, so... Um, okay. Any other general thoughts, Tristan? I really liked Weird Barbie. Yeah. Oh, I figured she was great. Would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot. And it was uh, a good bit and just like it passed, Kenan. passed the bit. Yeah, yeah. She was good. Yeah. Like, I very yeah. easily could have saw it just being a bit of the messed up Barbie, but like she was just a good character in general and it, like started off as a bit, but then she was just a, a good, yeah, a good addition. So, yeah, I very much agree. Um, okay. My general thoughts are, um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun. There were a lot of really good things about it. Um, really enjoyable, but I do feel like, um, it got really, it's just oversaturated, oversaturated in its overly feminist messaging. Yeah. It's just a, like, it's a lot and they don't ever take off the gas like it's just full go um and even worse it like doubles down in the end um it has a i think a, like i think the thing that annoys me the most is it has a good opportunity to try to like mend the i mean i don't mend the battle mend the fight between you know feminism and and people more towards mm-hmm. the middle or whatever and instead of like um, showcasing equality in, um, you know, that, you know, there are issues all over the place and like trying to mend that, it just like doubles down at the end instead of like it very easily could have had a, um, I don't know, a more like more compromised. Um, I don't, I don't want to say compromise. It's more of like, um, I don't know. I can't find the the right word, but it just. What I was gonna say one of my uh, one of my problems I think with with the story, and and like I said with character relations, I think is in, can can provide the answer that you were looking for. Um, maybe well, yeah. well we, we can't talk about it sure we get the spoilers, but yeah. Um. I just feel like they had the opportunity to like showcase um, like a solution Mm -hmm. to the problem that we have, Um, which is like, if you agree on the patriarchy and how that's an issue and how it's been a thing for the last 300 years of America, like all that's totally understandable because it definitely was at one point and we've Mm -hmm. been fighting against it for 300 years. Um, So instead we, we get like a flip side of that and we get a matriarchy um, and instead of like, don't spoil anything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just saying instead of, um, like allowing itself to like create what like yeah, real I unity what, is, I know what you mean. it decides to just thing. double down and, and try to shit on men. That's what it feels like in the end. 
um, as a bit. Like they do it as a bit and it just didn't, you had a chance to do something and it decided to take the low hanging fruit, um, the feminist side of it or what the feminine rage is almost what I would like to call it. Mm -hmm. It decided to take that aspect rather than um, something that could have been a good message. So you took something like you decided to be an overly message comedy Mm -hmm. and then you decided not to, push on the correct message at the end when it was right there in front of you. Right. And it was just kind of annoying. But like I said, it's still really fun. Yeah. Uh, it is genuinely, genuinely funny. Um, mm-hmm. Our theater cracked up several times. I didn't laugh at everything the theater mm-hmm. did, um, but I also laughed at some things the theater didn't. Um, but yeah, it, and Margot Robbie was uh, extremely good as Barbie. I think that of was course. a perfect cast. <laughs> um and uh yeah ryan gosling was fantastic i do think it was underutilized a bit um yes i'm shaking my head yes yeah (laughs) um and i think he was underutilized one as a bit and then two maybe they did just want it to be more female-led which i understand that one a little bit more i dislike it when it was kind of like a bit to get him off screen Mm -hmm. but i did like it um i do understand like this is a barbie movie we're trying to detach, you know, you need some detachment and you need Barbie to be on her own. So I, I, you know, yeah, there are some, I understand it, but then I also like, you've got Ryan Gosling right there and he killed it. Yeah. Let's use him. Just like you have Margaret Robert right there and she kills it and you used her. Great. Um, also really glad they, um, didn't overuse Will Ferrell. I think right. they definitely could have cause he's a name. He's mm-hmm. hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. he's hilarious in this. Yeah. Um, but they definitely could have done yeah, he, too much with that, and they did just enough. They just sprinkled it in, so it was kind mm-hmm. of an underlining thought throughout the whole thing that kept the story kind of, obviously none of it's believable, but right. understandable. Like, you understood everything kind of with his character and, and that kind of arc stuff. Yeah. So I think they used him, like, legitimately the a, a perfect amount. And so. it's fine. He disappears for, like, half an hour. Yeah. And I was like, where did he, like, are we going to see them again? Or what's happening there? Yeah, and I think that's good. Like, yeah. I like that it was a, where is that? Then Boomy pops up. Instead of, like, we're, can we get past the, yeah, you know, yeah. this this part? Um, right. And I never felt that, so that was good. Yeah. Um, so I talked to a couple lady friends of mine that, that watched the movie this past week. And I think they're, from what I understand, they have been backing up like the general point that you made of uh, it does go pretty anti men toward the end. Uh, But the biggest thing that they were more that they found more of a talking point was uh, dang, I just had it. Oh, they were saying this isn't anything new. She was like, we've been hearing this like all our lives. Like this is not, there's no new takes here. There's no like, new information on being a woman in, in society. This is just kind of the same kind of issues that we, that we've been facing with a fresh coat of pink paint, sure. basically. Um, yeah. And you know, I just as a kind of sidebar kind of connected, I watched the league of their own for the first time last night. Fantastic. It was fantastic. Yeah. But I was thinking this movie came out back in like the eighties or nineties and it's basically Barbie. Like it's, <laughs> That's it, yeah, I mean, it's the same kind of idea of, and so that kind of, I, I think gave credence to what the, these people were telling me about, um, 
you know, this isn't anything new. It's just the latest and a fresh kind of paint. And yeah. not to say that it didn't do it bad. I think it presents that information or that uh, those ideas really, really well. Um, but that's interesting that that was kind of where yeah. they went toward. And I've seen a lot of women on Twitter that are also a, like specifically on there's a major monologue in the second to third act. Mm-hmm. Uh, things pretty much on oh, the third yeah, act. Yeah. There's a there's a pretty big monologue um, um, that's pretty you know a feminist message almost. Um, and I've I've seen like a collective mindset that that was pretty cringe and it wasn't like it was it was mu- it was too much. Mm. Like it was way too like you're just pounding this and like there's nothing else going on that scene. It's just a monologue. Yeah. Um, and then how they intertwine that in the story, I thought was even worse. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, there's one thing in there that kind of. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say anything. Yeah. yeah, but um, how they, uh, how that uh, monologue is intertwined in the story, is really dumb. But I, I do think it's, I, I'm at least reassured that there are a lot of people like on both sides of the aisle that are both saying like, okay, that was a little cringe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then I—I I mean, I also just kind of find it ironic. I mean, I don't want to spoil the whole entire speech or anything, sure, yeah, but yeah. it's talking about how you know you have to do all these things perfectly as a woman, and mm-hmm. you can't complain or whatnot. And it's this whole movie is you know about complaining about being a woman. Mm. Not the whole movie, but like that is an aspect of it. And especially what she did during that speech was her complaining about how hard it is to be a woman. It's like, mm-hmm. and then yeah. And I think, I don't know if everyone's agreeing, but there are a lot of people that are. Yeah. But do you have any thoughts on any of that, Tristan, being our... Uh, Not at the moment. Oh, she's processing. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I also don't want to say something and then spoil something, so I'm mm. just going to wait. Okay, yeah. Cool. No, that's that's super fair. Um, the musical notes in this are a lot of fun. Mm. Like, they're, I'm not a big musical guy, obviously, um, but it, th- this is the type of musical that I do enjoy where it's, you just get musical, you get like four musical scores, three or four. Yeah. And that's about it. Maybe five. Um, but a majority of the movie is just a movie that's acted and you've got lines and you've got scenes and things that are happening. It's not, you know, almost a continuous musical. Um, and I thought all the musical score, like choreography, I thought all of them were a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, we just listened to the Ken song before we started. We did. Um, Got us pumped. Obviously, um, uh, an anthem for the ages. Um, <laughs> but no, even all of them were great. I mean, you had the. I mean, you start off um, with one that uh, gets you ready to go, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just saying, that there's a musical aspect to it, and it's done really well. And I'm not always one to like them. So there you go. I'm curious. If if Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie were the actual singers, yes, it mm. sounded like Ryan Gosling's voice, but I know they could definitely do stuff. Well, and I'm sure with his, I mean, being in La La Land and stuff, that's true. I bet, I bet that was him. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen anything with Margot Robbie singing. I see. I don't think that she can, maybe, yeah. because when she was in the car, oh yeah, there's a point where she's in the car singing along. And I'm like, this doesn't seem very natural. I mean, like, I know she's Barbie, so it's different, but. Yeah. yeah. I do you think and all the movement stuff was really cool? 
yeah the movement the way that they move mm-hmm. and yeah. like the set yeah. pieces oh like yeah are all the toys and yeah stuff. yeah um and it's possible uh that you know she if it if she did sing <laughs> i just typed in did margot robbie sing in barbie and the first thing that comes up is margot robbie is annoyed she didn't get to make out with ryan gosling in barbie <laughs> So I can't well, answer that question. That's, but that's Barbie's fault. <laughs> it's that's also... Uh, Ken was all over Well, it. actually, it's Greta Gerwig's fault. Yeah. Screw you, Greta. <laughs> it, uh, I'm kidding. I love your work. So the internet <laughs> doesn't have like a ready answer for me on the, on the singing. But, I mean, it is possible that she recorded it off and then like... Because she probably can't sing the way she's singing and move your mouth that same way. I didn't... Like emote, I guess. I understand. I just... I just, I, You're just I have an inkling. Yeah. yeah. And and we we've and never And it seen just her makes me curious. Yeah. Like yeah. I just want to know. Curious yeah. like because a cat. she's perfect. So That's why people call you <laughs> she's perfect. Um okay. Uh anything else, general thoughts wise? No, sir. Um well I do have to say, um we'll do recommendations here in a second. Trevor, you went to the beach party. I you, did. Saw, you told us that everyone was fully dressed up and ready to go. Uh-huh. We were the only ones dressed up and ready to go in our th- oh, That's no. not true. There were people there was, wearing pink. There was one a group of three girls that came in about the same time and they were, but I don't remember mm-hmm. anybody else wearing yeah. pink. My theater was all pink. Yeah. And I was the only idiot. You might be looking if you're watching a YouTube video, I'm wearing my pink shirt, salmon, whatever, to match you guys. Mm-hmm. But I 100% wore a white polo because I actually don't own... The only pink thing I own is a pocket square. <laughs> and so... I, that's what I should. I should have an all-black suit, just pink, pocket won, square. Just worn the... Just the pocket square. Yeah, just the pocket square. <laughs> I would have... It would have been a real Adam and Eve situation. Yeah. <laughs> but he got uh, escorted out of that theater. It, you know, it was kind of funny. Uh, this is the second early release movie I went, I've gone to see AMC... And they haven't done trailers yeah. for it. But what was funny was they were supposed to have this like Barbie beach party, like, are you ready kind of thing play for a little bit that had the Lizzo song on it. Mm. So we sat there in front of a dark screen for like 11 minutes. And then that thing popped on with like overbearing sound and you heard them like turn it down. Oh, <laughs> and they were uh, not ready. Yeah, and then it stopped, and then the screen came back up again, but no music. And what it was heck? like that for like three or four minutes, and then it stopped, and the movie finally started. So I think it actually started like just 14 minutes, I think, That's after. weird. Yeah, it was very strange. And I, I think part of it maybe just because maybe they have a window for like, okay, if they were watching trailers, it would have started by now. And there were quite a few people still in the lobby for that, so I assume they held it, but I I don't know, and I couldn't I didn't think to ask anybody. Yeah, I didn't want to be like, hey, did you forget about the movie? <laughs> I do. Sorry, seven. I wonder if there may have been something like that pre beach party thing, and mm-hmm. then uh, that was like separate from the movie. Yeah, yeah, and like it just didn't load properly, mm-hmm. and they didn't test it. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never really gone to a. We're about to go to an early showing release, whatever crazy thing for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, Mutant Mayhem. <laughs> was that the trailer that we saw today? It was one of them. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> it looks so weird. Well, um, the first part of it where he's spying on Barbie—that's that's just a promo thing. That's not a part of the yeah, movie. Yeah, but like their mouths don't move. I don't. Oh. 
It looked real weird, and I was like, "Is this the thing that we're gonna see?" Oh well, it looks like like it seems like a another one of the like experimental animation thing, similar to uh, like Spider Verse, Spider Verse, and um, the bad guys and um, Puss in Boots. I love the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, I like the bad guys and the nice guys, both amazing. I like the other guys. The other guys is also great. <laughs> I don't like the other guys. All the guys' movies. All the guys' movies are good. Um, okay. Um, well, yeah, recommendations. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, just be aware of the things that I said. You said to be ready for them. So. No yawning. Happened anyways. Okay, well, that's three <laughs> recommendations. Um if you haven't seen the movie yet, I mean, we're all telling you that it's, I mean, it, I think it lives up to the hype. Yeah, um, At least for the most part, I think there are definitely some people that I think after seeing it have have overdone it just a bit. Mm. But, I mean, it still lives up to, you know, this is a really good movie. It's a lot of fun um, and a completely different pace than Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do have to say, I know it hasn't been said a lot. Um a lot of people obviously love the whole Barbenheimer thing. Yeah. I do too. I've, I've, it was fun. Yeah. Um, but let's also not forget that uh, this was Warner Brothers taking a shot at Christopher Nolan. So I do you think oh, that needs to yeah. be said? That that's kind of a sleazy thing that Warner Brothers mm. did there. Um, By releasing Barbie the same weekend? Christopher Nolan I heard he was detached. upset about it, but I didn't read anything about he, it. He detached from Warner Brothers... Um, and then Oppenheimer put their release out, and then Warner Brothers put out Oof. Barbie on the same date. Um, and I think he just was like, I mean, that's, I mean, it's not cool because, I mean, obviously that's going to take seats out of yeah. Oppenheimer because um, a lot of people can't go and watch two movies in a weekend. Um, now, I, I do think in a backwards way, it may hey, have. I helped. was thinking that too. Yeah, um, but I that but <laughs> I think it probably helped Barbie more than it did Oppenheimer, mm. um, because let's not forget Greta Gerwig has not. I mean, she was an indie filmmaker. She's great. I love Lady yeah. Bird and I love Little Women. Like I absolutely love those films. Um, I haven't seen her other one for some stupid reason, but I plan to. Yeah, what's um, her other one? I would have to. Because the only Sorry. two I. No, it was those. Uh, night and weekends. Got it. Cool. Yeah, and now she has Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, yeah, she got signed on by Netflix to do two Chronicles oh, of Narnia movies. Nice. Sweet. So they're redoing that franchise. She, I thought she would be old. She's young. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. dope. I mean, she's probably in her thirties or forties, but yeah, good. Um, her name just makes me think she's old. <laughs> Greta. Greta. Yeah. yeah. Greta. Greta Thornburg is a child. 20, 21. Oh, not anymore. She was a child. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I feel like it just at least needed to be said that that was kind of a sleazy thing that Warner Brothers did, and they profited yeah. off of it a lot. And that's not a slight to Greta Gerwig. That, that's not her decision at all. She yeah. just right. made the movie, and Warner Brothers decided to release it on the same day. But I do think Barbie has very much profited off of that free publicity yeah. um, of Barbara Hyper and I mean, um, I mean, good for them, but yeah. you know, 
that I do I do think that sucks. A, I think that's a pretty that's a pretty shitty thing to do to somebody that made you a ton of money. Yeah. Um, and just because I mean I don't know why they left. I don't know why there was a dispute and why he left the studio. I don't know what yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know the ins and outs of directors and producers and studios and all right. that. So, um, yeah. I and along with that, uh, <laughs> I saw somebody on Twitter saying they were like. Once Barbie had his release day, he was like, "I can't find any like criti- like critic reviews of this movie. Like, I wanna I wanna see what people think of Barbie, because it appears, and you can kind of see on social media too, the Barbie premiere was almost entirely like Instagram personalities and yeah. and TikTok people, and it was it was all like people that could hype up the the pink out barbie kind of thing and you know wear whatever and a lot of canadian this sounds weird but a lot of canadian influencers that i follow they went to the premiere yeah the canadian you follow premiere. canadians yeah like four of them apparently <laughs> first you hate Ryan Gosling, and now I never said I hated him now you're following a bunch of canadians you un-american Whatever. Well, there's uh, raise your hand in here if you've been to Canada. Take that. I married into a trader's family. <laughs> oh goodness. We've been one time. It was great. I loved it. Had the best pizza Never I ever. Never leaving this there. country. <laughs> I've done that before. I was about to say, <laughs> and we're about to do it again. I know in three weeks. <laughs> um three weeks. I think so. Yeah, dog. Oh my goodness. August That's so close. 19th or something. August, no. August 12th. Oh, August 12th or something? We're coming back the 19th. Ah. I mean, I'm surprised I even got a <laughs> date there, correct. Just a week earlier than you thought. Yeah. Well, the first time I booked my work vacation the whole week after because oh, I yeah. thought that we were going through like the 22nd and no. but yeah okay um three recommendations um we're gonna get into spoilers after this uh so if you haven't seen the movie yet go ahead and pause the podcast and then come back pause to listen to us yeah talk about um all the spoiler stuff so yeah this is a short little ad and we'll be right back all right we're back hi barbie <laughs> hi ken what hi what? ken oh what? Hi Ken. Hi Ken. Hi Barbie. Hi Ken. Oh, I see what we're doing. Oh, I, I didn't think that's where that was going. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> Trevor forgot this entire movie and a literal like you know five minutes oh. of the movie where they're just yelling "Hi Barbie" and "Hi Ken" to each other. Yes. Um. What? Which has the same energy as Jojo Hal Hitler. Hal Hitler. Oh yeah. Hal Hitler. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Just I guess we can just go off the cuff oh, now. And then, hi, Alan. Yeah, who was also Michael Sarah. What are you love doing that. in this movie? I love that so much. <laughs> There's been already a huge discourse on Michael Sarah as Alan. Why? What's uh, wrong with Michael Sarah being Alan? Nothing. I'm like, oh. there's a there's a huge discourse of like, well, okay, I guess they're not all. That's the discourse. There are people being like, uh, I saw one major tweet that was like, um. Get ready for the hottest girl you know to um, tweet out a picture of this dude and say, I need him. And it's a picture of Michael Sarah and his thing just standing there awkwardly. Um, and then there's a bunch of girls all defending Alan and saying he's the best. 
<laughs> like he is the best. I know. Like that's what I'm saying. That's the discourse. It's okay. It's women being like, I know that women are about like it's some women saying, Oh, I know women are gonna go crazy about this random white dude that looks so dumb normal and then it's all of the women saying oh my god this normal white looking dude is so hot i love him i need him yeah definitely not hot i never said that no i'm just yes i'm just defending myself is he like a misprint you don't think is that what it is or is it like because the barbies that are in barbie land (laughs) like are corresponding to barbies in real life so is Alan's that- a real guy, a real Barbie. Yeah. They released they I they released one toy called Alan and nobody bought it, so they gotcha. stopped it. Yeah. So, okay, so there's one Al- okay, I understand yeah, now. There's I a think plethora of friend, maybe what it was. And he fits in all of Ken's clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is and they real. say that. I it's like on that. I yeah. did it I I think he says that joke two or three times. I laughed every time. <laughs> you didn't get I the reference, it but once. it was still I funny. I did it, but it was still funny. Okay, so hot stuff immediately. This movie. Just kidding. Um, the uh, One of the things that America Ferreira yeah. says in her speech is she has this thing about mothers and like, like being, you know, mother, she brings up motherhood. But Midge is a joke in this movie. Because like, her toy didn't sell. Because who wants a pregnant... I understand that, but like, I I don't know. It it felt weird to me. That's your point. Yeah, that it was like she's still a Barbie. Like it, it's such this. It, like she's still a Barbie. Why are we like kind of borderline shaming her? Yeah, I feel that way about Alan actually. Yeah, because was well, a guy, so so he didn't get the same attention. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like they don't they they I mean I am I get it yeah. but I like yeah because it's the same thing about I mean Ryan Gosling's Ken the entire movie like he's like he like was built to be in love with Barbie Barbie and Barbie doesn't love him back yeah. like that's a catastrophic <laughs> scenario he's in and yeah. it's just brushed off as a joke the entire time right and then you wonder why he attaches himself to a patriarchy (laughs) because he's made to love a single thing and that one thing rejects him the entire movie yeah um uh and maybe that's maybe that's uh, either a joke they meant to write or didn't write but the patriarchy was built off of one man not being loved (laughs) by the one that he loved i don't know that would be a good bit if it was but i doubt it um oh maybe it was if, if so, good job, Greta, but I feel like that's not what you're going for there. Um, you've had quite a few things in the spoiler that you've been saving for spoilers, Tristan. Well, she you? wanted to... Oh, I'm not going to put words in your mouth. You have you have heard the speech, so you can now freely think. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you're talking about when Barbie is sad and America Forever talks... Says all that stuff, right? That's what you guys. That's have been the monologue. Yeah. The, That's monologue. the monologue that you're talking about. Yeah, she okay. talks about how women have to be girl bosses, but can't be mean, and they have to mm-hmm. be skinny, but they yeah. can't act. Like, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, are you asking for my opinion on it? Well, not just all throughout non-spoilers. You were 
saying you were going to save stuff for spoilers. And I didn't want to talk about it at in the moment. Yeah. Because, but you I might- don't know, like, specifically... This is the problem with me being on this, <laughs> is that I can't just spontaneously think of things. It like has to come no, up. Good. You can't pull it conversation. out. Conversation. I can't just like. Yeah. You know, grab good. it. I just wanted to give you the opportunity. Um. Well, I can say, the annoying thing was the fact that that somehow was the thing that like that was the story piece to get them out of their patriarchal brain. I, I do think that. that I thought it was a bit poor in that she says two sentences or one sentence to them and they're like, oh. Oh, I think it was implied that I've she gave them the whole speech blah, blah, still. Blah. Yeah. Well, it didn't seem that way because we saw them go into the thing with her and then we heard the two words or whatever. Yeah. The sentence and then they like snap out of it. What if it was supposed to be the whole speech? I don't remember <laughs> those words that she said to the person in the original speech. I also did catch that. Well, I think which is why I was like, okay, so maybe she's just saying two sentences and then they snap out of it. Well, and I think maybe it's m- more of the like she's just the supposed to idea. talk the idea of yeah, it, yeah, rather than like say the exact thing, which I get, but. I, I just think it was a bit poor. Some poor editing, maybe. Just in See, I don't know. And whatever, it, I don't know the what scene. they were trying to do. I, for me, that whole entire long bit just didn't make sense to me at all. The brainwashing of the patriarchy where, like, they're just automatically going to assume and enjoy their um, role under the Kins. Um. Just because they came up with the idea of, uh, because Kim came back and it was like men are dominant and now they're like oh yeah you are and I forgot everything I did on my own mm. like that that yeah, like that's that true. wasn't explained well at all it just happened yeah. and then the way they get them out of it is just a feminist speech and so I like it just really that was the one thing that didn't even make sense from the start um that they were somehow brainwashed by it. I don't know. Like, I assume it was trying to make a um, metaphor, allegory, I don't know, sure. of uh, what women were like in the 40s or whatever, where they were just brainwashed by the patriarchy to do whatever the man said. Um, but I think that's kind of disrespectful to the women in the 40s because they weren't brainwashed. They were just doing what they had to norm. do. Yeah, yeah, and they were doing what they had to do to survive. Yeah. Like, they didn't have another option. It was live with my husband and, and try to be a good wife or yeah. I get kicked to the street and I have no options and I die. Yeah. Now a or lot of women might beat me. Yeah. And a <laughs> yeah. lot of women I'm sure were perfectly fine in that social or household dynamic. And I'm sure a lot weren't, but they did what they had to do. They weren't just brainwashed. I think that's super anti-feminist to think women were so dumb that they couldn't think past what the patriarchy told them. But I don't know if that's what they were going for, but that's what it felt like. And then once they heard a feminist speech, they snapped out of it. Like, oh, you're in the 21st century. You you understand so much more than the women before you because you went to a gender study class once or something. I know, Like, that just is... Yeah. I, it all felt like it was trying to be female positive, but it kind of felt like it was 
the other end of it, where it's kind of like shitting on women before them because they didn't have the same brain power they do now. Yeah. So maybe I'm digging way too deep into it. I, but. Think, I think this movie treads a fine line of, of this is a made up, Barbie land is a made up place that is, I mean, what we would call in the real world, a feminine utopia. Um, where there's, you know, there's men basically don't have any kind of position of power. Uh, but Barbie land is not real. And yeah. so the movie treads the thin line of how do we inspire and encourage women to, to be confident in themselves and to be women while maintaining the, the movie rules of this made up world that we have. So I think like with the speech thing, I think for the movie, it works. And then, yeah, I, like with in terms of, of a real world aspect, I think it goes back to that thing I was saying earlier of this is all stuff that women have heard before, or at least the ones I've talked to or whatever. Sure. Um, that's stuff that women have all heard before, but they had to do something to like push past that. And I think this script does have intent. I think it does have meaning to what it's saying, but... And it's fine. It, but yeah, I think I think it comes across fine to good. Yeah, it's so, not great. Yeah, and I I think maybe one of my issues is I've seen Greta Gerwig do a better job. That's fair. Um, yeah. with its messaging because I thought Little Women was fantastic, and I thought it communicated its different levels of uh, femininity and feminism extremely well in the four different sisters and how. Um, I mean, I don't want to take over the feminist movement or anything as somebody that's obviously not whatever, but um, it shows that like being proud of being a female and living as a feminist can mean a plethora of different things. You see different sisters all living out their feminist dream or whatever mm -hmm. in different ways. One becomes a school teacher and a writer and, and I mean, as far as we know, doesn't marry a man and we have another one that becomes a loving mother and whatever and we have, I mean sure there are just different versions of it and I felt like that communicated it much better and, and less I don't want to say harshly it just I don't know sure and I I actually I'm going to have a similar crit critique of uh Christopher Nolan when we talk in the Oppenheimer episode about like his directly like his past works. And I think, you know, a, a direct, you can absolutely compare a director's past works to their current work. And if you've seen them do it better then I mean, that's, yeah, that is just what it is. Yeah. Um, the joke, I think we were talking about earlier, the, the, she's ugly, but the, or she's supposed to be ugly, but this doesn't work because we cast Margot Robbie. Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. Of? Yeah. <laughs> the whole theater cracked up and I, rolled my eyes so fucking hard. Yeah, that was, the, I think, one of the weakest jokes. I thought it was funny. No, it's a funny joke, but not made by the people that made the movie. That's the problem. You can't have the movie say that joke. Oh, That's I get what fair. you're saying. Yeah. You have to have, like, um, this be a, a a interview with Greta Gerwig, and somebody asks a question, and, she's, and she makes that joke of, like, sure. if I was trying to make a whatever I... You know, it's it's hard to make Mar like it's hard to make the audience believe that Margot Robbie thinks she's ugly because yeah. you know I cast the wrong person. Whatever you right. can make that joke in that, you can't put it in your movie and have the director or narrator make the joke for your movie. Yeah, <laughs> very poor. And I also feel like it kind of contradicted its own messaging behind that scene. It's supposed to be Margot Robbie feeling ugly, 
Yeah. You can be a drop dead gorgeous woman and feel ugly. That is a perfectly normal emotion and, and thought that a woman can have about herself. And man could have it too. Yeah. And you're <laughs> taking that away by saying, well, you know, by like making Margot Robbie doesn't have the same problems. Yeah. Like yeah. we should have directed, we should have cast somebody that's actually ugly, ugly because only ugly people are going to have the thought that sh- they're ugly mm. and Margot Robbie's not. No, so, and so I, not only did I think it was poor for them to make the joke for themselves, mm-hmm. I also thought it was completely against its own messaging. And I feel like a lot of the movies kind of goes sure. against its own messaging. And I think it maybe it was just a, a tall task. Yeah, yeah. Like, this movie is long and it has a lot. Yeah. I did not expect this to be two hours plus. I was expecting an hour 40, hour 50. I don't know why I didn't look at the runtime, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and I don't think it, <clears throat> sorry, I don't think it was too long, by the way. Right. Like, I do think it was a perfect length because I never felt myself like, okay, when's the clock? When I actually did an Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that not that's not a slight. I. Yeah, it's just if I you was just keep hearing that ticking sound in the <laughs> score, and you're like, "Man, what time is it?" <laughs> yeah, well, I was actually thinking I've been in here forever. Yeah, <laughs> and we also hadn't ate any food before. Oh no! Yeah, because we woke up at like nine twenty, nine thirty, and I was like, "Oh crap!" You guys were at the theater for like ten to five or something, right? Uh, we stopped for lunch at B Dubs. Yeah, for an hour. Yeah, at, uh, but yeah, we got there at ten, and we left about four forty-five. Nice. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's all good. Okay, you were about to say something. I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I'm so, um, so sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. I, Yeah, I think there's parts in this that make for, you know, just kind of added content that is, I think, important to what Greta was trying to say, but doesn't necessarily help the movie in itself. Um, there's a commercial in the middle of this movie for depresso barbie or something oh, like that yeah yeah that was i hate i i don't like that that was in there because i mean i personally don't like that it was in there because out of the entire movie i think there were better things to remember about it and for some reason that thing that mm. commercial is in my head hmm. and so yeah and i think just so i think that kind of l- lends credit to its jarring sense i guess um yeah. I didn't remember that commercial actually. Well, good, good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. So it probably it probably was just me, but <laughs> that's okay. Um. Mm. So I. We we were just talking, oh, maybe a while ago, but <laughs> I uh, meant to say, but we just were talking about other stuff. Um, we're talking about Barbie Land being like this. Um, I mean, it's supposed. To, I don't know. Uh, obviously, it's a made up land. Yeah. Made by Will, I almost said Will Smith, <laughs> Will Pharaoh or that company or whatever. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's an, I mean, they even make a joke that like, it's, it's a place, but it's also an imagination and whatnot. Like, yeah, it, yeah. you know, there is no logic behind it, which is good. That's fine. That's the way you need to do it. Yeah. Um, but, um, I just found the whole entire stuff around like this is before barbie gets messed up okay. um like at the beginning of the movie yeah, yeah. she still treats ken like crap mm-hmm. and i i just i was expecting it to at some point 
explain and like make it make sense. Mm-hmm. But they just decide that Barbies like don't care about the Kens, and I don't, I don't like that. I Except don't like that, that one, huh? Except that one at the very end. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, that I just yeah didn't. I think that's actually the weakest part of this whole thing is that Barbie's Barbie doesn't really have a great uh, ending to her story. She so she, she gets, was never supposed to have one. Well, she gets the mission, you know, and then there's a funny bit, you know, you know, you want to go, you got to take the Birkenstock. You like, you have to find yeah. out that's, and that's, you know, whatever. So she goes and it's going well. And then she finds America Ferreira and her daughter. Oh, that, that kid that is like, uh, you can't approach them. That was, that didn't need to be in there. <laughs> that's, um, that's fair. And the, uh, so she goes and she finds America Ferreira. She brings them back. She is trying to like, you know, help them rekindle their, their younger days or whatever it is. And that's what they find out about the kids. Um, Barbie's reaction to things not going the way she expects them is to basically throw a pity party. And she just lies face down on the ground for almost mm-hmm. the whole third act. Um, and you can even call it a third act. Like I said, with the structure, this thing is so choppy. It's so hard to pin down where all that stuff happens. That's fair. But, uh, so she has that pity party, which she never, I don't think that she ever apologizes to, to America Ferreira and her daughter character. Uh, Sasha, I think is the daughter. I can't remember America Ferreira's character name, but she, I don't think she ever apologizes to them. And then the, for what? Uh, for like basically just giving up on them. Mm. Like the thing doesn't go her way. She, she gives up. And then they go back to help her. And I, even when they go back, I don't think Barbie gets up at all. I think she's still in her you know, like. You do have to remember everything in Barbie's life since everything that she's ever known has just happened and like been right. perfect. Yeah. But I think with, so even continuing with that though. So then all the stuff with Ken happens. And I liked in the beginning you know, it's like kids playing with toys, the way they slide down the slide and the way she's in the car and stuff. And there's even a, mo- a moment where you see her far away. And I think they CGI to make it look like there's a Barbie in a car. Um, mm-hmm. So that was a cool shot. But yeah, uh, the, so yeah, she has to talk with Ken. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. The beginning. It's like these kids are playing. There's a moment where Ken is like leaning in to kiss Barbie and she's just standing there. And what I got from that was like, oh, it's like a kid smushing two dolls together to like make them kiss or whatever. Cause they get, cause they stop and then they kind of giggle to each other. It was like, oh, that must've been like mm. a romantic type moment or whatever. I definitely saw it as her just like not being in on the other side of it. Gotcha. Where like, if it was that part, I think they would have like, just like touched mouths. That's fair. And nothing would have been at more of a thing. Um, yeah. And I also thought like, and they did a pretty good job for the most part, making it feel like it was a, like these people were being played by like played yeah. Yeah. because, uh, and like their thought processes being child, like, like a child's brain. Yeah. yeah. Like they, like when Ken says, can I stay over? Well, right. we do. Right. I, I, I don't really know. Yeah. No, because a five-year-old doesn't really know. Yeah. They just know that, when a boy really likes a girl, sometimes he'll stay over. Yeah. But they don't know. Right. Do they even know that? I don't know. Probably. 
So you see mommy's boyfriend stay over, and they're in the room. Some, you don't know what happened. Uh, okay, fine. Some kids <laughs> know that. Um, so uh, we get to the end with, Ken, with Barbie and Ken, and they have their talk. But there isn't really a dialogue about it. And you could go back to the thing that they're a Barbie and Ken and like we were talking about their minds are, you know, kind of one track. But are you talking about later? Yeah. So, well, at this point, her mind's been freed. Well, I thought that was just getting them back to normal. I don't think any of the Barbies were back to normal. I think they all got liberated from their Barbie brain. Uh, and that's another thing I don't like. The Kins didn't never got that either. Right. The Kins yeah. are still... And, well, and Barbie Kins. Okay, but yeah, sorry, you can I'm, you can no no you can finish your thing. Sorry, no, I, it's I'll try to wrap it up. I'm been, I'm long winded. I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, yeah, and so that conversation just kind of happens, and it's not even a dialogue of like what are we? It's just Barbie saying, I don't want like I. She's basically saying I don't want to be with you, and Ken is in this Barbie world. It's that thing about treading the line in this Barbie world. He he's like I'm made for you, and she's. Like she's not having it because she's on her been on her quest to be human or whatever. She never really faces any repercussions from that. It's just kind of like, well, Barbie doesn't want this, so it's not going to happen. And I, I get giving agency and like letting, like it's perfectly fine for a woman to be like, no, I don't want to be with you, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I feel like from the stuff in the beginning, like she's been leading on, leading. You could look at it as like she's leading him on, and so. Those two things happen, her pity party and then her dumping Ken, basically. And then she gets rewarded at the end. And it's like, oh, well, do you want to stay here? Do you want to be a human kind of thing? And so I feel like in terms of, and I want to preface this all, postface this, in terms of her character arc, I don't think that that works. But I think Barbie is supposed to be a vessel for like the like women in the audience to, to uh, relate to. But as far as the movie goes, I don't think that's a very good character arc. I think that's fair. Where you're trying to make Barbie relatable to what women are dealing with, and maybe it's a, I'm in this relationship, and I don't feel the same way that they do about me, and like I want to be able to be me, mm-hmm. so I'm like I need to get out. But yeah, I don't think it fits the movie. I think that she was like that because uh, Barbie was made before Ken. She wasn't made to have a guy. Ken was made after Barbie. And so Barbie's like, I don't really know what to do with this guy. He just showed up. And it's just been me this whole time. So that's what I thought. But that's fair. But his job is beach. And what a job to have. <laughs> oh, parking bench woman. Yeah. That's that's a great scene. Her her name, she's a little special person. Yeah, I I heard that there was some special stuff about that, but yeah, the she, scene itself was good. Her name's Ruth Ann, I think, or Ann Ruth. Is she um, the person that made Barbie? Ann Roth, I'm sorry. No, she made the she made the clothing for Barbie. She didn't come up with the concept, but she she was a, the clothing designer for Barbie for a ton oh. of years. Wow. And the uh, studio wanted Greta Gerwig to cut that scene, and Greta told him, "If we cut that scene, then this movie does like this. Then what's the point of making this movie?" Interesting. Yeah. I thought it fit really I well. Too, yeah. So I don't know why they'd want to cut it. It wasn't long, and it. 
made sense. Yeah. It was nice. But that, I mean, all that I've said, that's basically my only issues with the movie. Everything else about this, I basically loved. Yeah. Um, Yes. Dead silence. (laughs) Dead air. It's the best. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I just keep on thinking back on how I don't know if I like, dislike, whatever. I feel like I like it. Um, But they have a common or a reoccurring theme of um, like, I have no special skills. Like, that's why she gets in her depressive slump Mm. is because she's like, I am, I'm not astronaut Barbie. I'm not physicist Barbie. I'm just stereotypical and I have no skills. Um, And Ken is the same way. Yeah. Ken goes to the real world and tries to. Oh, do all these. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And he has no skills so he can, like he can't. But then he goes back to Barbie world and is like, or Barbie land. Barbie Barbie land. Yeah. Yeah. And. He knows he has no skills, but he knows it'll work there. Yeah. Because it's always worked there. He has no skills. But Barbie doesn't. She goes back and is like, no, (laughs) I'm just going to lay on the ground because everything's done. Yeah. Sometimes you need to lay on the ground. Yeah. Just give up. (laughs) Just for a little bit. Until you hear a feminist speech. Until you hear Kate McKinnon come and tell you to get off, get up off the ground. (laughs) I'd listen to her. I like they didn't roll with the split legs bit too much. Yeah, like, it was there as a bit every once in a while, but she didn't have to have split legs. Yeah. yeah. It was good. That was they good also call. never explained why she got her face stuff removed. Her face stuff removed? Yeah, she had like drawings on her face, and then she came back yeah. from Barbie Land, and uh, they were off. And I'm like... Maybe they got washed off or something. Just weird. In the real world. <laughs> well, it's just like... Yeah. I thought that too. Uh, maybe she also got her free agency, but she's always been free. She's because yeah. she she's the last one that that went to the real world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's had free thinking mind since for ten years. Yeah. That's why she's the weird one. Yeah, which we say in private and to her face, mm-hmm. <laughs> as it should be. <laughs> Said to somebody's behind their back and to their face. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, I guess the last thing I'll say, um, or that I, talking point I have is, uh, I kept on saying I, I don't like the way that they ended it, Mm. um, because I decided to take the low hanging punch at the patriarchy and make a joke out of it instead of actually having a good messaging. Um, at the very end, they're like, um, we had a matriarchy. And then we almost had a patriarchy. Now we have a man, uh, matriarchy again. And uh, yeah, you can you can be some low-level court and uh, maybe eventually you'll work up to where the U.S. is now where women have a tiny bit of say. They said take a jab at our mm-hmm. what they think is our current world. Um, not enough women in power patriarchy stuff. Instead of... I think what they should have done is showed like this is supposed to be creating a magical yeah. utopia. Yeah. In a magical utopia, you would have equal thought and representation and yeah. all of that. That right there on a platter for you to be like, 
this is the way it should be. You should have yeah. both Kins and Barbies working together to create what's good for everybody that lives here. But instead they decided to make just a punch and it was extremely distasteful. And I was just like, why? Well, and I think that goes back. I thought I keep, I sound like a, a, a broken, broken record. record. Yeah. It, I think it goes back to that real world versus the movie world thing of in this society, in this made up movie, Barbie has Barbie land has to be an all women uh, totality. And, but, uh, but in the real world, yes, we should want to strive for equality across everything. Um, and so I think, yeah, you know, and maybe that's a point where it, it maybe instead of saying a thin line, I'd say a thin rope. It's very easy to go one way or the other on that. Yeah. Well, I, I think the, the, issue is at the end of the movie they're no longer just barbies they're now free thinking basically just humans that live in barbie land that are going to live forever i guess i don't really know the rules of yeah the barbie land and it doesn't really matter but they're now like they have like it seems like they are now um alive they've been pinocchioed um they're no longer toys they are now Sentient, yeah, sentient, free-thinking ability people. So I don't think you can now play by that same rules of this is like a like this is a toy land. Well, and I think if you look at it that way, yes, that makes sense. I yeah. I still think that when they, she snaps them back to reality, they just snap back to their Barbie persona. I don't know. I I don't. I'm not on board with the with mm. the we become free-thinking thing. I think it just snapped them back to reality. You think only Margot Robbie became. A free-thinking individual. Think, I think Margot Robbie became the Barbie that America Ferrero was was imagining of the of the you know she she has the the Barbie depressed with, with Barbie. The what? Yeah, yeah, basically depressed Barbie. I think that because of that, that's why Margot Robbie is able to do or think the way that she does. Gotcha. So it's just different interpretations exactly, of it, yeah. but um, but I definitely still felt like it was definitely a jam. Tristan, go. Thank you. I, I, okay. They, they make a point when Barbie's in the real world. And they're, I don't know. It said something about where does Ken sleep or something. Oh yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah. And then she's like, I don't know where, I don't know. Yeah. And so then it's like, I was thinking about that for the rest of the movie. Where do they live? Mm -hmm. Where do they sleep? And that could have been an easy thing for them to do at the end. Like, you guys don't get dream houses, but now you can have, like, a dude bro dream house or whatever. I give them a frat house. <laughs> I mean, yeah. basically, that's, that's basically what yeah. it was. <laughs> that's what they wanted. A Ken, a Ken frat Mo- house. Mojo Dojo. Casa also, house. Casa house, yeah. <laughs> I know this is going to be an unpopular take, but it's a little funny. Um, I don't know about you, but when they went back to Barbie land, all those Barbies seemed to be really happy. <laughs> what serving they were just yeah they seem to be having a perfectly good time you're saying they should have stayed that way everyone was having a good time man <laughs> they were happy okay moving on awkward it's a joke <laughs> it's all jokes here people yeah i do uh and I think I, I mean I think Greta, I think she was 
making that joke as well. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys have anything else? Um, costume were phenomenal. I keep phenomenal. on. I keep on thinking about it. And I keep forgetting to say it. Those I uh, love cow- her pink cowboy. The, I was yeah. I've been thinking about it like forty times throughout this His episode, and I too, keep forgetting it. Yeah, yeah, both cowboy outfits were the best. Yeah. That they didn't pay for it. Just ran yeah, away. yeah. <laughs> Went to jail twice, but uh, hey, Ken's little little bug shot he yeah. takes. Ugh. but you yes. know, good on Greta Gerwig to show that Ellie doesn't arrest you if you shoplift and it's under a thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Just. You booked just get and some go sexual harassment and then walk out the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know if that was meant to be her joke or not, but I mean that's reality. So, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Ken in the real world was extremely funny. Yeah. I thought every bit was good. Um, I do think it obviously went a little heavy with how much he was absolutely enthralled by the patriarchy. Yeah, and horses. Yeah, the horses was the good bit. Horses was funny, <laughs> and the fact that he said. I mean, I I know he was kind of coping, but when he said, uh, um, "To be fair, I kind of got I wasn't oh. as interested in the patriarchy once I found out it wasn't was it about, yeah. horses? about horses." <laughs> and uh, when all the TVs are on a horse, horse yeah. <laughs> yeah, every time they go to bed, it's just yeah, all their big screens. Oh, uh, I running. listen. This movie called me out twice. Once with that with with uh, Madam President, his like. Yeah, it was really weird. I got in, I really got into the Zack Snyder Justice League cut. I was like, oof, okay. And then later, that was a dis. I didn't, I didn't like that joke either. And then, as somebody that's not a Snyder person, it just seemed like a dumb joke. Yeah. And then later, the Godfather. Yeah, the Godfather <laughs> one. Yeah, like, you, that was that was written to you. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Ugh, I am Ken. But you know what? I mean, I'm Kenuff. <laughs> you are Kenuff. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, obviously all of those things that he was doing, like what the dudes were doing mm-hmm. as patriarch old dudes, yeah. they were supposed to be things that like men generally do mm-hmm. that, yeah. um, <laughs> although that joke, that's like a, just a, go to a sport and pretend you're really bad at it. <laughs> it's like, Oh, that's another real one. <laughs> hey, to be fair, there are women out there that do that to pick up men. So Good. that's true. Do it to me. <laughs> You know how to sport? No. Come teach me. <laughs> that, But no, oh. no. It's, it's the exact opposite. But no, that's when you... You have to know what you're doing, Trevor. <laughs> no, that's the... Oh, I don't, I've never seen The Godfather. What is this? Yeah. That, that's that's your version of it. Correct. Um, come let me show you. Come let me show Yeah. Um, because, yeah, no, I, I think every... Like, I, it was meant to push... Your buttons or make you feel right. like, but like it's an over exaggeration of like, these are just male tendencies and a lot of females get annoyed with, you know, these male tendencies. And it's just kind of highlighting that those are the things I don't have problems with. Like I understand that that's a hyperbolic version of men. Um, and it's used as a bit like mm-hmm. that makes sense. And it was funny. Um, it's the more uh, serious tone stuff that I always get a little, um, we're serious about, um, like I told Tristan after we got out of the theater, I do think they could have used the word patriarchy a few more times. I think they <laughs> capped it at like 320, like 20, uh-huh. they, they could have hit 400. I mean, you're right there. 
I could have even hit 500. I mean, this is the second week in a row that you like a little thing about a movie has gotten on to Like last week, it was the shots of the key. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah you're right. <laughs> did Barbie say patriarchy more than they t- did shots of the key? You said that like you had a Brooklyn accent. Did Bobby say? Did Bobby say? <laughs> that's not the same accent. It was. <laughs> did Bobby say? <laughs> patriarchy. You gonna sell me wares in your weird little wares? Yeah, like you're in, like I'm in a video game. Like, come look at my wares. I've got a key here. Ugh. I hate. Let me give you a now. shot. There's <laughs> key. I need anyway. some. I need some Eleanor It'll in my life. No. Easton's gonna yell at me. <laughs> uh, Demi's wore out from our discussion and looking too much, but um, yeah. Ratings. Yeah, is that it? Mm-hmm. That's it for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ratings four out of five. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say four. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll sit on you. <laughs> yeah. Well, since I had this movie, I need to bump it up, so I'm going to do a five. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, out of the theater, I was also thinking four. Um, I, I didn't think, think about ratings until right, right now. <laughs> this is a uh, this is another movie where I feel like I. Talked more about the things I didn't like than I did like, um, because I think it's harder to articulate we, we've the said things. That almost every episode. No, uh-huh. definitely the last one, at least. That's what I'm saying. I've yeah. said it a million times before oh. on this podcast. <laughs> That's what I mean. Well, I feel like I'm maybe I'm usually better at being able to articulate the things that I do like about a movie, um, but I also feel like I also tend to do the opposite. Like, if a movie's like obviously like shit awful terrible mm-hmm. like i'll i'll dig into it but i feel like if a movie's like it was fine but it's nothing great i'll try to highlight the things i like a lot and then when a movie i do like i talk about the things i don't like okay um but yeah that's three fours i almost said four fours three fours um we all had a lot of fun i had a lot of fun um next week i have no idea what is next week i've been so Singular, isn't it the Ninja Turtles? That's on the 31st that we're watching Let's it, but we're watching see. it a week early. Oh, yeah, we're doing it's on Monday. Well, if stupid yeah. AMC here in town would bring it, we could be doing Talk to Me. Yeah, I don't know if they are. That's a new, that's a new A24 horror movie, Tristan. yeah, and it's been hailed as like Talk to yeah. me. one of the best ones. Oh, Haunted Mansions next week, <laughs> Haunted Mansion. That has that one girl that tells that story about the Groupons. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't know what we're going to do for you next week. Um, maybe Haunted Mansion. Um, Hopefully, talk to me. But, um, like I said, if you did not watch our Oppenheimer episode, uh, switch over to that and listen to us talk about Oppenheimer. Yeah. Or Oppenheimer. Or Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Whatever. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, hope you guys had a good time uh, both at the theater and listening to us talk about this movie. Um, we'll see you next week for a new review. Um, bye, guys. Hey, moron! You talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? (laughs) What an idiot!
what to expect. I'm the Movie Moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken.